Dead Film. My name is Harvey Gladden. My name is Sean. And I'm Thomas. Okay. Uh, today we've got a review of The Kid Who Would Be King. It's directed by Joe Cornish. Um, we're going to be talking about our Oscar predictions. Um, That's I believe right. we're going to. I believe we're going to talk about the ones that are nominated and uh, which of those nominations we believe should win and we're also going to talk about the movies that we think should actually win whether or not they're nominated right yeah i always pick my pick because i feel like i have to get the last word in there yeah i can't because you know sometimes you know the oscars is going to do something stupid um but uh sometimes you want someone else to win yeah it's also kind of interesting to compare your choices with what the academy picked i guess right and uh yeah we're also going to talk about some movies that we watched during the week. Um, I yeah. guess before we get started, we should probably mention that Stephen is not with us. He has recently passed on into his room, I guess. Uh, yeah, this is uh, maybe the third time Steve has recorded while in the, the building, or not recorded while in the building. Yeah, and it's always That's a true. weird dynamic, too. Yeah. It's, a, it's a weird... Uh, he, re- he really makes everything awkward for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was your week, Sean? Week was good. Um, I didn't. I don't think I did anything noble. Nothing um, noble. I mean, we didn't expect you to. Yeah, been watching a lot of TV shows, a lot of documentaries. You said you ate some really good food, right? No, nah, that wasn't. That wasn't this year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was like December. Um, what? You're talking about the Sunday in Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. that was last year. Oh. Okay. Um. You just told us? All right, yeah. we, we can't do this. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead. I'm almost done. I'm on Chapter 6. Game's getting good. Mm-hmm. Just um, Finally, it's getting good? I mean, it's, it's amazing, but it, it it manages to, like, switch things up as you go along. Like, it, uh, I don't want to ruin anything, but you it's like amazing. It, as the story develops and stuff like that? Yeah, like, it goes in places where you wouldn't expect. Gotcha. Yeah. God bless. How about you, Thomas? Oh, my week was uh, was good. Uh, what what did I do? Um, my mom was in town. Hung out with her for a few days. Uh, we went and saw a Broadway show, uh, which I haven't done in a long time. Uh, and I saw this show called American Son, starring Kerry Washington. And what's the guy from Alien vs. Predator? Oh, uh, yeah. Pascal? Yeah, Steven Steven Pascal. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, I think I enjoyed the play. It's like no set changing, um, no intermission. Um, it's all in the waiting area of a police station. Um, it's essentially about a um, interracial racial uh, uh, couple played by Kerry Washington and Stephen Pascal. They have a son who they've heard has had a run in with the law. Um, they're trying to figure out what happened via the, the uh, waiting room of the police station. Um, gets pretty heated. Lots of uh, things going on. I don't think I like Carrie Washington as an actress. <laughs> I don't think she's that good. Like in general or in the play? In general. Like oh. I've seen her on Scandal, like eavesdropping on that show while my girlfriend watches it. Um, she's Okay. She, I don't know, something about her delivery in this felt very over the top, and all the other um, actors were so natural. And, and there was a uh, this older gentleman who played the sergeant, 
a lieutenant, and he was just like fucking Oscar worthy. Mm-hmm. He was such a small character. Crazy, crazy. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it for my week. Um, just working, doing the American dream. Yeah, um, pretty much the same for me, I guess. Um, nothing notable. Um, I'm just working until I die. Eight days a week? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Eight days a week, 24-10. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Y'all want to talk about movies? Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's time we can talk about movies, right? This is a movie podcast. I think uh, Sean lost the game last I didn't watch week. the movie. <laughs> you didn't even let me finish the sentence. Jesus because <laughs> Because I have a good reason. One, very hard to find. Can't find this movie. Two, uh, I figured since Steve said he wasn't going to be here, I'd watch it for next week so he can actually hear it. And those are my reasons. <laughs> I mean, so you, had, so you had one reason, kind of. The second thing, just it was a, a happenstance. I yeah. mean, <laughs> what, what, what's the movie? So this movie's not on... Wait, what? Princess, Princess Mononoke. Oh, that, that can't be that hard Dude, to find. I can't find this movie. It's anymore. hard to find if you Trust don't remember the, the title. <laughs> Dude, that's like one of the more famous. I, it's Studio not on Ghibli. Amazon. It's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. You couldn't find um, it on Amazon try, at all. You didn't try to it's steal it. It's not on bro? Amazon. I didn't want to steal it. Figured out. Uh, I'd rather, you know. I wouldn't be surprised Tappy owns the shit. No, you figured you, you might should as find well. out because uh, I was asking Steve no, to reassign me another movie because Steve doesn't have it. No. Uh-huh. He was at my house when I was trying to look. Crunchy for roll? <laughs> Try crunchy it's not roll. On there. Let me look Tr- this I, shit up. Dude, trust me. <laughs> where where is it, Steve? It's probably online. Like one of those websites. Oh. Yeah. You don't want to be but disingenuous. I didn't want to like have plugged my laptop into an HDMI and like all those shitty websites with the shitty quality. Hmm. Yeah. Um it's not even on Amazon to purchase. Or rent, yeah. No, it's weird. You watch anything else? Um, uh, you know what? You guys go first. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I did watch a lot of you stuff. You guys go collect himself. <laughs> what about you, Thomas? Yeah, I'll go real quick. Um, I know we talked about trying to condense this section of the podcast a little bit. Um, so I will list what I watch, but I'm definitely not going to review them. Uh, for some goddamn reason, I watched A Simple Favor. <laughs> That's the movie with um, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Oh yeah, I wanted to see that. I, I feel like that movie was up for a week. I was I was told it was going to be um I've good. Heard, I've heard really good things. Not good to really? me at least. Two and a half. Kind of corny. That's actually a review that I would like to hear. Mm. Well, that's that's troubling. Uh. Because I was going to review a Best Picture nominee. Anyways, I did watch the Fire documentaries, um, both of them, Netflix and Hulu. Uh, Netflix one is definitely better, so if you if you only have time for one. Steve's nodding his head because the company that he works for uh, had a hand in it. They're probably guilty, too, you fucks. <laughs> Anyways, if you don't know what that's about, it's about the uh, Fire Festival that Ja Rule and this uh, scammer entrepreneur uh, put together, but never actually put it together. Anyways, solid documentaries. Not going to rate them. Um, the movie I did want to talk about real quick is the only best picture movie I haven't seen, and it's called Green Book. You guys are familiar with this? I believe Harvey is the only one who's seen it here. Yeah. Harvey. 
did not give a great review. He, uh, I think he gave it like a two and a half, which was surprising because a lot of people said it was good. You know, it's best picture movie. Yada, yada, yada. I've been thinking about it in retrospect. If I'm honest, I'd probably lower it. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Yeah. Um, so Green Book, uh, is, if you don't know, it's a working class Italian-American bouncer who becomes a driver of an African-American classical pianist on a tour of venues uh, through the 1960s American South. Uh, this is directed by uh, uh, Peter Farrelly and starring Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali, uh, Linda Cardellini. Pretty much it. I mean, it's like a buddy film uh, between those two people. Uh, so it starts off, um, you know, Viggo, he's, he's looking for a job. And uh, he, he's he's got this very thick Italian accent. I think they're in the, what, the 1960s, right? Yeah. Yeah, 1960s. Yeah. It's after Martin Luther King dies. Literally just said it, and I forgot. Um, yeah, so what I feared with this movie... Um, Anyways, I'll, I'll go back to what I was saying. Uh, he, he gets a job driving uh, very similar to how uh, it happened in The Upside, where Kevin Hart was like the unlikely like candidate for the job, but uh, Brian Cranston was drawn to him. Uh, same thing goes for uh, Mahershala Ali's character, where he, he's just drawn to uh, Viggo Mortensen. He's been recommended by several people uh, to hire him. Um. They eventually get on the road and and go, and they start to learn things about each other. Uh, Viggo Mortensen was a little racist, you know. He was definitely nowhere near uh, the same level of racism as the uh, the people in the South, but he had that uh, ingrained racism in him that he had to break free from. And uh, Mahershala Ali, you know, was finding out things about. You know, lower class fucking Italian Americans that maybe he didn't know because he had, you know, been so wealthy for for such a long time. Anyways, um, yeah, this movie hits the nail on the head for all those tropes. Um, I saw this movie the same day I went and saw American Son, and uh, this movie to me is uh, chicken noodle soup for the white guilt soul. <laughs> It's just a lot of uh, just tropey characters. Like any any run in they had with somebody in the South, and the white man stands up for them. The white people just feel so great inside. Wait, what? Whenever uh, Vigo's character like sticks up right, for uh, right. Herschel in the face of racism. Yeah, it, yeah. Really? It's supposed to. Uh, what it does is it, it makes you acknowledge your white guilt, and then it soothes it for you. So it's not. It's not a fucking... I wouldn't say it's an important movie. People are calling this an important movie. Um, because it's nominated for an Oscar. I know, but it's like there's nothing important about it. All that shit about the South, we, we kind of already knew. Like I mean, we learned it in school and stuff. It didn't take any risks in the sense that... Um, it didn't show like the true ugliness of, of racism, I thought. It showed a very textbook version of it that... Like I feel like they're gonna they're gonna play this movie in high school or some shit. <laughs> like, I think this movie might be one of those. This movies. will be the next. Remember the Titans, right? Basically, <laughs> dude. I think they're like they're gonna learn about um, segregation in high school or middle school, wherever the fuck you learn that, and uh, they're gonna play this movie for the kids. And and you know, I don't know. 
it is a feel good movie and it does warm the heart sometimes for me. Not with the you know, the him sticking up for um white people or black people and making white people feel better about themselves. Um but I mean uh just their friendship and how he helped them write letters and stuff. It was it was sweet. That's that's all I can really say about that. I definitely don't think it's like best picture worthy. It's it's very like by the numbers, uh, corny at times, um, super super tropey. Like Mahershala Ali's character doesn't make any sense. Like he's so intelligent, but he keeps getting himself into certain situations that he obviously wouldn't get into because I feel like he's too intelligent. You know, like I don't know. It, it all everything happens for convenience, you know. There's a there's a scene where they get pulled over by the police, and um, they're all scared and shit because they're in the south. And he walks up slowly to the car and he bangs on the window, roll down the window. Sir, do I do you know why I pulled you over? And Vigo Warren's like, eh, I don't know. You got a flat tire. And I was just like, this scene does not need to be in here. Like what? What was that for? Like to show some white people are good. Yeah, I was like exactly. They're like, oh, oh, not all cops, not all white people are racist. Like <laughs> it's just so by the fucking numbers. Like <laughs> I don't know. I can't lie to you though and say I didn't uh, kind of enjoy it, but it's not really a, a great movie. It's not best picture worthy. I did like the performances, but. They were definitely held back by a childishly uh, written script, I think, when it comes to that subject matter. But I'd give it a light three. Yeah, like imagine Vigo's character, but with a much better script. And yeah, yeah, his character's and, and really good, yeah. It sucks. <laughs> trailer looked good. Yeah, I know the trailer didn't look good, but um, everything is in the trailer. That's the problem. <laughs> There's nothing else to the movie. You get it all in the trailer. Pretty much. Nice. That's it for me. He gained all that weight for no reason? Did you review it? Did you rate it? Yeah, I said light three. Okay. Yeah. Probably one of the lowest rated uh, best picture nominees yeah. for me. Me too. Um, you got anything else? No, I think that's it. I started Can You Ever Forgive Me last night, but I fell asleep. Which one's that? Is that the animated one? No, it's the one you said you like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the forgettable one. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I was like <laughs> Where'd you uh where'd you see this? Uh I think I think it's on Amazon, right? Oh, okay. I think that's where yeah. where I got it. Nice. I was I thinking of that. some animated movie for some reason. Um I guess I'll go. Unless you wanna jump back in, Sean. Um, I only have two things I, I can talk about. Um, first thing, uh, I watched the, um, Netflix, uh, docu-series, um, Conversations with a Serial Killer, t- the Tent Bunny tapes. Um, they've been promoted as pretty heavily. Uh, I believe Joe Berlinger directed it, who's also, who also, uh, just released the feature-length, uh, Ted Bundy movie. Um, with, uh, what's his name? Zach Efron? Yeah. Yeah, so that's coming out soon, too. Um... I really, I really like this uh, docu series. Uh, what's whatever what I like about it the um, mainly is the way he organizes uh, the series. Uh, a lot of the information is new. Uh, I did like the they played some of the tapes in full, which is interesting. 
of the tapes that he recorded in jail before his um his death sentence. And there's some really crazy shit that this motherfucker did. It's uh it's awesome. The like listen to him talk and it's just uh I don't know, it's shocking. Um I'm I, there's like four episodes. Each episode's like an hour long. Uh, I would recommend it. Um, the other thing I watched was, um, I, I checked out, I was, I've been dying to see, I'm probably the only one that would ever watch this, but I watched Johnny English Strikes Again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we almost picked that. Did we? I don't remember <laughs> For a that. movie. I don't remember when this came out. Isn't it this year? Yeah. Was it no, this year? Like it, came, no, it came out, yeah, it came out last year. Um, yeah, I rented it on Amazon. Uh, I did like the first one. Second one's not so great. Uh, I'm a big fan of Rowan Atkinson, uh. Big fan of Mr. Bean. I think he's hilarious. This movie, uh, the, I feel like this movie predates the other ones in terms of style and the comedic beats. It, it seems like it's a movie that would have been good for the 80s. Does he pull his pants down at some point or do they fall down at some point? I don't remember. I don't think so. No. Not in this one, at least. Seems like it would have happened. No, not in this one. This one just feels very lonely. They bring a lot of the old cast back, but the old cast seem like just, they just didn't want to be in the movie. He's the only one really carrying the jokes, and uh, the characters are just washed away by just him always on camera. Um, but yeah, it's one of the worst uh, movies I've seen this year. It's horrible. <laughs> Why would you watch? I rented it, it for seven dollars Amazon. What? Uh, You're kidding? I had seven dollars left. <laughs> no. Dude, did you seriously rent it for yeah, $7? I did. I did. Dude, um, watching in two sittings. That honestly goes down. It, that could be the worst investment I've ever. It, heard yeah, it life. was. Um, it was one of those things that you just wanted. There's not a lot of good comedies out there at the moment. Um, you can rent anything. No, I wanted to watch something stupid. Like sometimes you want you want to watch something and along the lines of um, Hot Tub Time Machine or some shit like that. Um, terrible. Would not recommend this at all. Uh, what else did I watch? I want to hear a rating on it. Um, I'd give it a one. Out of five. The docuseries, though, um, I wouldn't rate that, but I would highly recommend people checking that out. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever seen um, Perilous Lost series, uh, but uh, the same director did that, and I was a big fan of that as well. Mm. Um, if you're into stuff like The Staircase and those type of um, documentaries, you'd like the Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix. Uh, the uh, other movie, I think whenever it comes to theaters, we should probably give that a shot at, at the main review. The Ted Bundy one? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That looks interesting yeah. too. You should watch those Fire Festival uh, docs, man. They're good. I seen half of that one. A word. Yeah, I, I didn't finish it though. Um, what else did I watch? I can't remember. You can go, Harvey. Okay. I watched uh, Black Klansman because. Uh, oh, 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 right, right. You yeah, you weren't here that episode. Yeah, that was the only uh, Best Picture nominee that I hadn't seen, so I thought I would check it out. Uh, it was directed by Spike Lee. White boy. Um, sorry, it was John David Washington, the son of uh, a man, Denzel Washington, and uh, Adam Driver, Topher Grace, uh, a few other people. Wait, Adam Driver and Denzel Washington had a son? No. Okay. Did I say that? Just a bad joke. Okay. <laughs> um, Colorado Springs, late 1970s, Ron Stallworth, an African-American police officer, and Flip Zipper, Zimmerman, his Jewish colleague, run an undercover operation to infiltrate the Ku Klux Klan. Um, 
This is an interesting movie. It's it like stylistically, it doesn't remind me a whole lot of uh, Spike Lee's films. There yeah. are moments, specifically like um, when Stokely Carmichael uh, gives his speech and um, yeah, you know, like the uh, the faces and stuff, him filming the crowd's reactions. That was very Spike Lee esque, and the ending was very in Spike Lee fashion, I think, but. The majority of this movie was pretty tame, I think. It was uh, a lot more tame than I was expecting, and that threw me off a bit, uh, especially considering the title is Black Klansman with three Ks. And uh, yeah. and looking at the the uh, trailer and the, the title and, like, the style of that font, like, I was expecting something a bit more, a bit more 70s, um, like, in terms of, like, black, black exploitation films and, and style of those films. I didn't expect it to be as like outrageous and um I don't know, I guess weirdly surreal as those, but I did expect it to to function like comedically wise and stylistically wise like those movies. Mean a little more grit. Yeah. I expected something like that, but um I did like aspects of this movie. Um apart from that. I really liked uh John David Washington. I think he's pretty solid. Um, I do think the character Ron Stallworth is uh, a bit under undercooked, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. We uh, we begin the movie learning that he wants to uh, become a police officer, and he's interviewing for the job, and uh, he gets um, uh, he gets interviewed by two men, the chief and uh, some black man who we never even got the name of, but. Uh, he was played by uh, Isaiah Whitlock, who was in The Wire, and he did his uh, shit joke in it, which is weird because that was directly from The Wire. Where he's like, shit. The wire. Yeah, well, that was, I thought that was strange. I do remember him going, shit. Yeah, and yeah. he he did that in The Wire, and I thought that was weird that they fucking did that. But um, yeah, he has his interview with these two guys in order to get become the first black police officer in Col- Colorado Springs, and um. We never get any understanding why he wants to be a cop. He talks about it very briefly to the uh, love interest in the movie, but other than that, we get no real um, history of this guy and any understanding of his character. We simply know that he really wants to be a police officer for some reason, and uh, out of nowhere, he becomes uh, involved in this KKK uh, um, investigation. But I feel like internally we we don't really we aren't exposed to anything that would justify him wanting to be a police officer so bad, and also anything that makes him like political in the sense that he wants to take down the KKK. Um, he seems a bit I don't know sterile. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, I think I went into this movie. Um, thinking like it was more of a comedy and i uh i i don't know that's how i felt about it and i it almost felt like a kevin smith movie yeah like yeah um yeah i was expecting the same things especially like considering the name and style of the trailer and stuff like that i expected something like in the vein of a black exploitation film but i didn't get that i did enjoy aspects of the movie though I, i did like uh some of the comedy in this there's that fat guy from uh 
from the Tanya Harding movie. I don't know his name. Yeah, but he's her. He's his body, her, her <laughs> bodyguard in the movie. Um, his name is. But he, yeah, he's like the yeah. really like dumb racist yeah, guy, Paul Walter Hauser, and he was definitely the funniest thing in the mo- movie for me. If I there can't, was, I can't a, remember some of his jokes. But yeah, if there was a uh, comedic aspect in this movie, I would say it was definitely him for the most part. I like Steve uh, Buscemi too. What did you, you think of him? I mean, or not Steve Buscemi. Michael Buscemi. Michael Buscemi. They look yeah, he was terribly alike. Yeah, he was he was okay. I mean, he was okay. I um, remember like really disliking how things unfolded in the end. It the, was weird. The ending is especially bad. Like the it's very melodramatic it, too. There's it's, this it's incredibly track that plays for like fifteen minutes long. Yeah, it's, in, it's incredibly it's like a black exploitation um, like throwback though. That little backing track. But it was so underwhelming. I like know. Just the special yeah, effects of all that stuff. Yeah, and it's also, there was like no precedent for that really throughout the movie. So to include that at the end, it was just a little bit weird and it felt just out of place altogether, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to talk much more about this movie. Um, I, I liked Adam Driver, even though he was also equally, uh, well, actually, I think he, we got a little bit more out of Adam Driver specifically him relating to like his uh Jewishness and shit and trying to come to terms with that that was interesting I thought and I think it gave his character even more um I don't know more flesh than uh than Ron Stallworth um if I had to rate it I would give it probably a three and a half a light three and a half out of five um cool did you ever see Chirac no, I didn't. See, I normally yeah, I don't like Spike Lee. Uh, well, I can't say, say that. I love Spike Lee. I, I, I love Spike he's very hit or miss for me. So I'm like, he's like, I like him more than M Night Shyamalan, but like, he's in the same vein. It's like hit or miss for me. Um, you ever see Jungle Fever? No. She hate me. She I hate me. Going to see all. Yeah. No, I haven't seen. Saint Anna by myself um, in theaters. Mo Better Blues. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. There's the um, one, there's one that he released the last year, and I love Do the Right I Thing. Wanted to check out, um, but like specifically, uh, like his newer endeavors is what I'm talking about mostly. I uh, I heard like Chirac was not good, um, and then uh, also the Old Boy remake, which was like just silly, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just silly. Yeah. To try to remake that. Uh, I think what you're thinking of is Passover. Who, me? Yeah. No, it's called something else. It's like the blood of something or... Uh, the blood of sweet Jesus or the blood of Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, y'all, uh, y'all want to review the kid who became... What is it called? The kid who became... <laughs> we don't know. The kid who was king? The kid who, who would be king. The king who would be king. <laughs> Let's listen to a clip. You're going to be late. Okay, okay. Tom. Here. Thanks, Mom. A land is only as good as its leaders. Somebody help me. Hey, leave him alone. A true king is brave and noble. Don't be a hero. I'm the king around here. You have more battles yet to fight. That fast as you can go. We've got you now. You must choose what you stand for. That was 
was a mighty fine clip, wasn't it? Sure was. Yeah. The Kid Who Would Be King was directed by Joe Cornish. Um, I think the only thing he, he has also directed was uh, Attack the Block. Um, That's it? The Kid Who Would Be King is about a band of kids who embark on an epic quest to thwart a medieval menace. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay, so uh, here's what happened to me with this film. Um, not not off to a good start. Um, I saw a picture. I think I just scrolled through like the stills on uh, IMDb, or or I saw some like screenshot, like real quick. And I was like, oh my god, the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People is in this movie. And I was like. I, I'm actually kind of excited to see it now because I just love seeing him. He was in uh, Deadpool 2. I love that little Kiwi kid. Yeah, not him. Wasn't him. <laughs> I should have put that together because that kid by now is like much older. He's probably like 22. No, he's not 22, <laughs> but he's definitely not like 12, like the kid in this movie. And I don't know how I fucking didn't put that two and two together, but yeah. I was uh, very disappointed when his first scene comes and it's not him. I'm like, oh, fuck. The only reason I came to this theater is no longer in this theater. Uh, So, anyways, um, it kind of starts off with uh, another King Arthur tale. Uh, Very, you know, by the books, like mainstream audiences. It almost seems like this might be a kid's movie. Um I think it probably is like a family movie, um, which is why we're not the best people to be reviewing it. But um, he he uh, eventually uh, finds a sword, and uh, yeah, it all unfolds from there. And I think overall it was entertaining enough to sit through, um, but it, there was nothing special here. Uh, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone, really. And um, what I found very interesting was um, the movie ended and then restarted and went on for another half hour. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. What is happening? Like, it just kept going and going and going. Um, And then... Yeah, that was weird. I I know exactly what you're talking about because I had started to put my coat on. (laughs) They were like, oh, wait, we got to do this. I was like, fuck. (laughs) Dude, it's like you're playing a game and like the boss dies and when it comes back is like the final form. I was like, oh no. Um, it was not easy to get through. If the movie would have ended there, my score might be higher because I would be like, oh, that was a nice cute little movie. Uh, but it just kept going. Um, and then, uh, is it is it the cameo a spoiler? No. It's not? No. Okay. It's just like weird seeing like Patrick Stewart pop up. Uh, I thought that was very funny. Um, And I guess it made that that scene was worth sitting through. Uh, But, you know, overall, the kids are okay, except the bullies. They're, you know, tropey, shitty actors. Um, And uh, yeah, there's a kid that plays like an embodiment of Merlin who comes like to uh, that realm of reality to help the kid who would be king um and he does these ridiculous spells with his hands and it just makes me laugh every time i think about 
when the chubby kid actually, I don't know if that's a spoiler too, but when the chubby kid learns the spells and he's doing these things with his hands, I don't know why I find that so funny. But yeah, I can't really recommend this to anyone. Maybe if you have to see everything related to King Arthur. Yeah. Um, so this movie is actually trying to be, I think what he's trying to do here is obviously try to bring back, I would say movies from our period as, as, uh, kids, things like Dark Crystal or kind of like Goonies, I would say, um, it achieves that to, to an extent, but I think that the, the actors, or I don't know if this was on purpose, but they're they acted as if they were in that period, which doesn't translate well to today in in the real world what they're trying to portray, um, and it comes off as bad acting. And I don't know if that was on purpose or just that's just the way the movie ended up being. So the first thirty minutes of this movie had some horrible acting from not just the main kid, but mainly his friends, the like the bully certain reactions i didn't like his friend at all i think that he was probably the worst actor in the movie and he just wasn't directed well tell me about it uh so right off the bat i was kind of annoyed just as just watching these kids uh one movie that it did remind me a little bit of not even half as good but um spy kids uh sort of like the the kids or their hero's journey and trying to get to some, some quest some magical realm. Um, just doesn't work in this in this film. I did like the special effects. Special effects towards the end was pretty good. Um, and the villain was... I The villain was so bland. Like, you almost forget the face of the villain after walking out. I did forget. Um, it's not almost. Yeah, I don't know. I just Is this based on something? A book or something? I don't believe so. I mean, it's just rehashing more fucking King Arthur, which that fucking uh, Guy Ritchie King Arthur movie from like last year or the year before, I just, I despised. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm fucking over it. Uh, I think, I think this film could have been better if the journey was a little bit longer because they keep referring to like Lord of the Rings and some other stuff. And I was hoping it was going in that direction. It was a little bit more darker. The one scene that I really did like was the uh, lake scene. When they when they have the fight and there some certain character characteristics change mainly from the bullies, I like the look of that scene a lot. It reminds me of the caves, some of the cave scenes in Lord of the Rings. But that's pretty much it. That's pretty much one of the only things I really liked about this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree that it does go on and go on and on. After like the hour and thirty minute mark, it should have been done. Twas not though. Yeah. Um, I think it goes on for like two hours, right? Yeah, it's a two-hour movie, yeah. Insane. I've got a few things to say, I suppose. First thing is I don't regret it. <laughs> well, I don't Harvey, regret picking it. You'll be nostalgic <laughs> about it. Honestly, um, I, I do regret it because someone told me they went and saw Serenity and they said it's the, one of the wackiest <laughs> films they've ever seen. It looks wacky. No, but like in a good way, but in a bad way. It's uh-huh. like the counselor status. Hmm. Mm. I don't know if that's good or bad, but... Um, sure, we'll discussion. catch it on Netflix. One of the things that I really like about Attack the Block is just how smart it is, and um, I think it's just, like, masterfully done. 
That movie's like a really witty and snappy though. Yeah. Um so I was obviously uh hoping that this would be as well, being his only I believe his second movie. Um but this falls into a lot of uh tropes established by previous movies like this, um, like the unlikely hero movies and specifically the other Arthur movies. Um it follows the same exact path as, as those. We don't get much difference other than them being kids. Um, and obviously everything else kind of derives from that. The comedy comes from them being kids. There's nothing really out of the box in this. Um, I think like the direction, especially to, with the, with the younger kids, I suppose, um, uh, with Arthur and, uh, the guy that plays his, uh, friend betters they were absolutely horrible in this especially the betters kid um his facial expression sometimes while delivering lines it was just the most blank-faced shit i've ever seen in a movie they should have um, got the fucking kiwi kid man couldn't afford him yeah, he's hey. also probably a little bit older at this point it's expensive but, plane yeah, i don't want to I don't want to dunk on a kid, but yeah, it was just some bad acting. <laughs> it was really bad acting. Um, I don't know what else I can say that hasn't been said. the The plot itself is very, very weak. Um, we get Merlin coming back to help train them, and um, he's in a younger form. And we explain, and they explain that by. Um, he actually ages backwards for some reason, which is just a convenient way of placing all younger people in, in the, in the roles. Um, and I think that he is one of the more interesting people to watch on camera. Um, but unfortunately we don't get a whole lot of him cause he comes and goes, but for some reason he can't be around at nighttime. These, he has these weird little, uh, inconveniences yeah. that make this, this movie just tank for me. Um, it is way too long for what it should be. If it's a kids' movie, it should not be over two hours long in the first place. That's that's really weird. Yeah, um, I was thinking about that. I was like, if there was kids in here, um, I think it would have been very very loud in there. People would have been getting up. And yeah, leaving. kids get antsy after a little bit, and this movie ends at one point, and then it it, it continues on for another half hour, and it was very unnecessary. Um, I'm not sure what else I can say that hasn't been said. Um, the special effects were actually surprisingly good. Um, the villain is, is very typical and, uh, not really spectacular. We don't, uh, get any motivations from her other than she believes it's her birthright or some shit like that. Um, I think one of the biggest problems with these films is just the tale of King Arthur is kind of lame. Like they they never worked that well, like the last three movies about yeah, King Arthur. Yeah, I've been saying that. <clears throat> I mean, I think it could be done well, but no one has. I think uh, Guy Ritchie gave it his best shot. <laughs> Remember that one movie, the uh, kid in King Arthur's court? Yeah, I think that's better than this movie and Guy Ritchie's. There's also the animated version. I, think I was, the I was thinking, the best I didn't one. realize it, but Thor There's also the is a direct rip off of that. You know, Thor is a rip off. Yeah. Wait, I don't know. Is it? He's got his evil sister in the underworld and shit. Yeah. He's got 
art King Arthur and then like you know I mean Arthur is a or Thor is a uh is a god. Right, He's like but a I Norse think God, isn't he? Yeah, so Viking that god. that would have been written way before uh what whenever fucking the story of Arthur was written. I don't know, maybe just the MCU version of it's they're very similar. Yeah. Um I don't know what to say about this movie. It's um I was excited to a degree. Um it it obviously looks like it does look like more of a kids movie from the uh from the trailer and the all the posters and stuff but it sucks too because um you don't get any style in this movie from Joe Cornish. N- not that you see in Attack the Block, no. Like that Yeah. In yeah, it's Attack the Block studio movie he needed money. Maybe projects don't always come by, so yeah, you, I did see the working title uh um animation at the beginning. That was interesting. Um so I'm guessing it's produced by uh What's his name? The uh, working title? I don't know. Um, the Cornetto trilogy. Oh, right. Edgar Wright. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's produced all by Edgar Wright, or at least his studio. Um, but yeah, all that style. It, it's it's absent. It had in that, this. actually. You're right. It just had it had um. The guy who plays the tour guy at the um. Yeah. The Stonehenge was in um. Uh, hot fuzz. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it wasn't as smart as Attack the Buck. It was very tropey and very, very dumbed down, very unimaginative. Un- unimaginative. Um. Y'all have anything else you want to say? Or do you want to just review or rate it? Um. No. I think we can go ahead and rate it. Our Oscars are probably going to take up some good, yeah. good chunk of time. Uh, I'm going to give it a two. Uh, you know what? I'll also give it a two. Yeah, because it's not horse shit. Yeah. I want to reserve this, my I, ones and Don't pass. you just love, though, um, I always start my list on Letterboxd uh, at the beginning of the year. This is in my top five of 2019. Yeah. It's a two for me. <laughs> um, it's just unspectacular, not special in any way, but it's not a, it's not a, Poorly made movie. Um, okay. Want to move into... Oh, actually, we have to pick a movie for next week, right? There's only one movie that comes out next week, and that's uh, uh, Miss Bala. I mean... You guys don't want to do um, Velvet Bustle? Oh, yeah, we could do that. Mm, comes yeah. out next week. Are you sure it comes out this time? It comes out this Sunday. <laughs> this Sunday, I think. Yeah, we actually... There's another Netflix movie out called uh, Polar with Mads Mikkelsen. Sorry that. I didn't like it that much. Yeah, I heard it's it looks, polarizing. It looks like great value. Uh, smoking aces. <laughs> hey, I like smoking. Isn't aces. he in another upcoming movie that that's about like him being so, chased by a polar bear as well? I don't think he's being chased by a polar bear. He's just trying to uh, survive in the, the like Arctic or something. Um, yeah, Velvet Buzzsaw would probably be a good pick. Um, I don't think anybody's gonna see Miss Ball. I do find Gina Rodriguez striking. Um, but I don't know if it's enough to make me go see it. I mean, it's But like, I might. You will see it at home. I might. Oh, in theaters? I might go to see it. <laughs> it says, it's, I'm on Netflix right now, coming uh, February 1st. When's that? 
That should be couple like days, a couple right? days. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, Friday. 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 That's what I meant by a couple. Nice. I don't know. What do you think, Harvey? What's the movie theater one? Miss Bala. The fuck is that? Gina mm-hmm. Rodriguez becomes like a fucking informant. Yeah, I, th- I would. <laughs> yeah, my. Uh, I think that since we uh, don't get many Netflix, I also think this that is we're just excited be the for. Most watched film of February. So. Yeah, I, I agree. It's got some big names in it. Dan Gilroy, I like him. So, let's do it. All right, I'll do it. But Gina might get some love from me. I mean, yeah, I, I'll probably watch it actually. Like a tidal wave. Stupid song in the show. I got to use uh, my A list membership. Yeah, that's true. I don't have that, but uh, um, I do gotta. Okay, I guess we'll move into uh, our uh, discussion or whatever you want to call it. Um, we we're going to talk about Oscar nominations. Uh, 2019 Oscar nominations have been released, I believe, uh, a week or so ago. So we're going to go through them. We're going to talk about uh, which movies we would uh, we believe should win. And uh, we're also going to talk about our personal picks, movies that we believe should win, even if they were not nominate, nominated for that uh, specific category. Um, yeah, but we, so we did this last year. Um, I think what we did was, uh, I don't remember who... What what was the um the reward for winning? I don't I was trying to think of that too, but I don't know. I think that uh I I couldn't have assigned you all a movie, could no, I? Have? I don't, I don't yeah, think I don't, that happened. I don't think that it happened either. I think but, you're immune for like 10 I don't 10 weeks. No. <laughs> what? That no, doesn't add no, up. No. I'll find out, but we'll play this this little game anyway. Um I don't remember what the payoff was. Yeah, um, we'll establish something. But essentially, what we're gonna do is the <laughs> on we the all put five dollars in a pot during the Oscars. We're going to I'll uh, bet on it. <laughs> during the Oscars, we're going to uh, yeah, I'd be actually down to monetary. We're 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 going to we could do it in a Venmo, right? <laughs> like a Venmo pot is that a thing? No, sure. Surely there's a betting app where you put. We stuff could all send pot. it to a third party, I guess. Yeah, or to a fifth party. So, yeah, we're gonna have a little party. We're gonna have a little scoreboard going as the. Uh, the awards go out. We'll take off uh, points for each person if they get it right. I'm excited about it, though. I, I like it. I, I think the Oscars are, are fucking shit at this point, I think. Um, but it is like one of those things. It's like it gets written into stone, you know? Yeah. Like whether whether it's legitimate or not, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, that won Best Picture back to, you know. It's just one of those things, you know? And um, it's also fun to see the you can predict how uh, hacky the Oscars can be that year, too. Yep, that's true. You guys want to get started? Let's do it. Um, I guess we can start with Best Picture? No, I I think we last year we, we worked backwards. Did we? Yeah, I think it's better that way. I have. Do you want to read the nominations? I feel like at this point people can just read them on their own. Um, I think we can read the nominations. There's no reason. All right, we'll start from vi- Visual Effects. Was that the last one on your list? No, it's not. Oh, I'm using this variety one, but that's the order I did it on my phone, too. Okay. But it's up to you guys. I'm down for whatever. All right. Uh, how about this? We'll do VFX first. Um, 
All right, so the, the nominations are Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. What do you think is going to win, Sean? Give me the choices again. So we got Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo. Um, Video effects, huh? Visual effects, not video effects. Video, <laughs> video effect plugins. What the fuck? <laughs> Dave, you didn't write down your predictions? It's better if we speedball this. Not really. It just takes more time. Because here you are, tinkering away with your brain. <laughs> All right. We'll come around. Uh, I personally think they might give it to Ready Player One. Because that movie's like entirely visual effects. Yeah, I forgot that was 2018. Yeah. That that movie has so much visual effects. Um, and I would probably pick that as the one to win as well. Because that's essentially like a fucking animated film at that point. I don't really have a huge opinion on this category, but I would predict that. Yeah. What, what about you, Harvey? Um, I would say I think Ready Player One would win. Um, and as far as... What I believe she went. I'm. I'm gonna go with first man. That's what you think should win. Yeah. Um. It's not based on uh. How uh. Much the visual effects are used, or. Or anything to that degree, or how. Amazing they are. It's just in terms of. How first man used its special effects and what it looks like in first man, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, but, you, but sense. your prediction is Ready Player One. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, how hard it must have been for the workers. <laughs> uh, Avengers. Infinity War. I could see that. I could see that. Like this year, they're going to give an award to something like this. Okay. It's comic book era. Cool. Um, next one's costume design. I don't know. Did you want to do this, Harvey? Because um, you're yeah, hosting today? Sure. All of them. Uh, um. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not gonna go in your order because I don't. Just go. Any. Yeah, go in whatever order it is. But I just want the big ones to be last. You know? Okay, Sean. We need a. Uh, you need a personal pick for visual effects, unless you want to just lose points oh, on that. Oh, we're doing one. that too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. just for uh, first man. Okay. Um, He's a hack. My list. We're gonna go next with best production design. Okay. Uh, the nominees are Black Panther. The Favorite, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. So. I'm going to go with uh, Roma. That's your prediction? That's my prediction. That's going to win. And your personal pick? Uh, the Favorite. Okay. Um, I think they might give it to Black Panther. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think... Um, they're not going to give it best picture, I don't think. So I think if they're going to give it something, it'll be that. Um, or costume, I'm not really sure. But honestly, for production design, when I think back to um, what I did like about First Man, I feel like I would give it to that. Because you, you factor in all the control panels and like fucking space shit they made. <laughs> space shit. Yeah. I think it was uh, visually uh, stunning. 
in Roma, they created a whole city. Yeah. Um, my right. prediction is going to be Roma. And, um, Fuck, I hate you guys. What if you're right? If they I'm created ho- the 70s of Mexico. If I'm honest, I think Roma should win. Um, my gut's telling me uh, the favorite, but I'm going to go with Roma for both of them. Yeah, I feel like that house in the favor is probably already like that. They didn't do any design. Yeah, no, I was thinking about that. <laughs> That's how I feel about Mexico. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Up. Damn that. God damn it. All right, what's next? <laughs> Best sound editing. Wait, hold on. Sorry, I totally forgot. What What was your prediction, Harvey? Oh, you said uh, both Roma. are Roma. Both Roma, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Best sound editing. The nominees are Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma. Who do y'all predict? Editing, right? Yeah. Best sound editing. Um, I'm gonna go with First Man. That's your prediction. That's my prediction. I didn't see Bohemian Rhapsody, but I feel like the sound must have been good. <laughs> you can't pick a movie you haven't seen. There's a lot of No, here. I mean, you can, but it, it's not, I it's think not you, smart. I think you can. I don't Wait, think we smart. did that last year. No, we, I'm saying you can, but I don't think it's smart to do it. That's what I'm saying. Well, but it's up to you. A, oh, okay. Well, it's I'm just going by the track record of the Oscars, so, of like how they judge. Yeah, I, I have a couple picks. Like so that. your prediction. Okay. So my prediction. My prediction is uh, First Man. Okay. And my personal pick would be See, that's, Human Rhapsody. That's weird to have it that's as weird. your personal pick, though. Yeah, I would, I would say That would should be your around. prediction. All right. Um, you don't want to change it? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to think of <laughs> Quiet Place. Was there much sound in that bitch? <laughs> I think, like, I think they just deleted all the tracks. <laughs> or <laughs> muted them. <laughs> Easy as pie. And in the last 10 minutes, they're like, let's... Uh... You know what? <laughs> My personal pick is still first man. That makes sense. Okay. So, all right. I'm going the same thing. I, <laughs> the I, logic of my first choice. I, I don't know. I'm thinking first man for both. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of weary about these ones, but... First man for both? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, Sound editing. Yeah, I think I'll... I go with Bohemian Rhapsody. That's my prediction. Um, personal pick, I would probably pick First Man as well. Okay. Uh, now, best sound mixing, which is uh, the exact same thing. Quiet Place too. It's a uh, Black Panther. No, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and A Star Is Born. Who do y'all think? Wait, which category is this? Best sound, sound mixing. mixing. Oh, okay, so yeah, best sound mixing. Sound mixing is the less significant one because it's like, uh, essentially, if you don't know, they're, they're, what they're doing is, is blending the dialogue into the film and, and whatnot and all the sounds and whatnot. The editing is where they actually place and choose the, the dialogue uh, effects. They actually add the Foley in, music, stuff like that. Are you done mansplaining? <laughs> Give me a pick. <laughs> I, I thought Sean was going first. Oh, he can. So, I'm going to go with A Star is Born. Uh, personal pick would be uh, Roma. You're talking to the mic there, buddy. Oh, you You're can't hear me? a little quiet. Oh, so, uh, yeah. A uh, Star is Born. That's probably going to take it. And I uh, would like to see Roma win. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I kind of... 
went first man for this too because of all the noises they had to mix together for the, for those scenes. So I'm going first man for both again. Okay, it's a safe pick. I'm kind of weary though. I'm, every anytime you guys pick something else for me, I get nervous. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm gonna go. Uh, my prediction is uh, Roma. Well, one of us is gonna win this. Um, I would pick first man. Okay. All right. Uh, are, we, are we doing best foreign language? Or? Yeah, I'm going to do. I mean, I know I've watched the trailers um, in length for all of them, and I've seen. Yeah, I've, I've seen most of the trailers. Um, okay. I think uh, it's worth giving it a shot. And you've seen, like, two of them. Yeah. Um, I have not. All right. The nominees are Capernaum, Cold War, Never Look Away, Roma, Shoplifters. Have you guys seen the trailer for Capernaum? No. Yeah. Dude, it looks incredible. Um, I was trying to find it. Is that the one with the little kid? Yeah. So what I find interesting about this category is Roma being up for best picture and Roma being up for this. How does that work? Like if it wins one, it has to win the the other. Or if it wins best picture, it has to win this one. Like No, because the other ones aren't nominated for best picture. I mean, fucking... It, but well, if it's the best picture, I mean... Lord of the Rings won, well, like, yeah, you would figure that one of these would be... Nom- yeah, that makes sense. Was it in foreign language because they were speaking Elvish? Well, I mean, it's also a foreign movie. It wasn't you nominated, could, though. You, you, uh, Yeah, it was, like, nominated for every category. Not foreign language, if it's in English. No, foreign language would be in a different country. No, I think it has to be in a different I don't language. think so. There have been English movies that were yeah, nominated. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I think it has. To, I don't know. The word "foreign language" would be way too contradictory. That is true. Do y'all have picks? Yeah, I think Roma might sweep that up. I can't imagine how they would not do that. I personally want Shoplifters to get some love, even though I have not seen it. I would love to see Japanese cinema getting represented at the Oscars. Yeah. Um... That's a tough one. It's uh, a very tough one. What, what about you, Sean? Um, so foreign language, I'm going to go with shoplifters. You think it's going to win? I think Japan's going to take it. I would be very happy, but I'm... Um, uh, and I think I would like Roma to win, because I saw it. Hmm. Okay. Um, Flip-flop for me. I would go with Roma... As my prediction, uh, I think I'd like to see Shoplifters win because it was, I don't know, it was just more personal to me, if that makes sense. Best animated feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, Incredibles I think this two. one's a sweep. Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm going both Spider-Verse. I feel like this is a this is a lock, but I don't know. I could be wrong, like but considering what that movie did, you know. Yeah. I would say for both, I'm going Spider. Going to go Sean? Yeah. What category are we on? Uh best it- animated feature. Um I think uh, it's a tough one, actually, because I really did enjoy Olive Dogs. 
Um, but then Spider-Man came along. And uh, I think... I mean, plus, there's a minority in the lead, you know? I don't... Nah. You know the Oscars. Nah, an animated minority. Yeah, it's getting represented, you know? I mean... I think I'll go with uh, Spider-Man as the... Uh, as my prediction. And I think I will go with... Spider-Man as my personal pick, too. Yeah, man. It's a lock. It's a lock. What's yours, Sean? I think Spider-Man's probably going to take... Like I said, it's probably like... All these comic book shit's going to take a lot of stuff. This is, this is like the free... Uh, section of the bingo chart. Um, And yeah. I would want that to win, too. All right. Best documentary feature. The nominees are Solo. This is a travesty. Hale County this morning, this evening. Mining the Gap of Fathers and Sons and RBG. I just realized you said solo. <laughs> Not free solo. Did I say free solo? You said solo, so I thought you were talking about like a Star Wars story. Oh, I thought I said free solo. <laughs> yeah, free solo. Um, this, one's, this one's hard for me because I just don't understand how Won't You Be My Neighbor wasn't nominated. That was like, I assumed from when I walked out of the theater that I was going to win Best Documentary. And it doesn't even get a fucking nomination. Um, For this one, I'm thinking RBG is going to win because she's like, she has like health problems. Okay. I heard it was very like, just by the, you know, by the books, History Channel-esque documentary. Uh, I personally want won't be my neighbor to win, but those fucks didn't nominate it for some crazy reason. Uh, but my my passion uh, lies in uh, Mining the Gap. I think that was a fantastic movie. The thought of him filming his friends for a few years and then getting it into the fucking Oscars and then winning, like, I would I would just cry if I was him. You know, it's insane. That's my pick. How about you, Sean? I think Free Solo is going to take it. Um, it's about a white man. Yeah. I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> heard Mind in the Gap is good. Very good. Um, so I'd say, you know, I haven't seen any of this, so this doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, I think RBG will will win. Um, my uh, personal pick would be, won't you be my neighbor? All right. Uh <laughs> What? Am I right? It's not even on there, is it? No. Yeah, is, it's a yeah, fucking it's travesty, in, that's, dude. That's insane to me. That was everyone like saying that. That was like my number two pick of the of the year, or some shit, or number three. Um, best best original score. We've got Black Panther, Black Clansman, If Bill Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, Mary Poppins Returns. What do y'all think will win? Best original score. Okay, so here's what I did. I didn't see all these movies. I think I saw like most of them. Um, but what I did was go on YouTube and, and listen. Like I just skipped through all the scores. I think I'm going Beale Street for both, man. I heard it and I was like, wow. This is a piece of com- composition. It was, it was really something. And you saw the movie, so you probably know more than me. But 
Yeah, the scores uh, in that movie and like even in the trailer just sounds incredible. I think they might give it to that. Beale Street. And it sounds like it deserves it, even though I've yet to see it. What about you, Sean? Um, I'm going to go with Mary Poppins. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, why? Okay. Do what you, you got to do, man. That was a no- nominee? Yeah, that's a nominee. You know I, what? I think it's strategy. I think Black Panther's going to win. Think so? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's a cool score. Yeah, because I just remembered it. I did like it. Yeah, it's a pretty cool score. And uh, yeah, I would like that to win as well. So. Okay. Um, I think this is a toss-up. Um, I'm going to go with if Beale Street could talk as the winner. Um, I think I would like that to win. The score is really good. And I think Black Panther score is also really good, too. Um, and that was uh, done by Ludwig, who makes... Uh, a lot of Donald Glover's music, which is interesting. And now he's like Oscar nominated. That's insane. The dream. Yeah. Uh, best original song. Oh shit! We got all the stars. Black Panther. I mean, I don't even know what that song is, but uh, I'll fight. RBG. The place where thing RBG? where lost things go. Mary Poppins. Shallow. A star is born. And uh, when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, uh, the ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> I don't see that winning, that's for sure. Yeah, I can, like, think. I definitely know Shallow, and I can think of, well, yeah, I know the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins. And, I don't know why uh, RBG has a score. That's weird. I mean, sometimes hmm. documentaries have scores. Hmm. Or um, not scores, but original songs, I meant. Um. All right, so here's my thing. I love A Star is Born. That's like top five of the year. Top three, I think. And uh, I fucking love that song, Shallow. Uh, I hear it everywhere I go on the radio, and I don't get angry, which is a good sign, <coughs> because usually I, I hate things that are popular. Um, but that song is just so good, um, so catchy. And I just I can't imagine it not taking this. That's both for me. I, I I hope it wins, and I believe it will win. What I agree with you. Tell me something, it's a good song. girl. I sound just like him. I just won't tell you another I think that's going to win. I think it should win. I can play it on guitar, too, if you guys want to hear it after the show. No. All right, cool. Um, I think that that's a, that's a tough one. I think, uh, I think all the stars will win. Have you uh, lost your mind, Panther. boy? I think that'll win. Um, and I think Shallow maybe should win. Maybe. Um, I think they're both pretty good songs. Um, Wait, is know. yours the Black Panther one? Yeah. So. All right. Uh, best cinematography. Uh, the favorite. Never Look Away. Roma. A Star is Born. Cold War. Roma for sure. Hands down. For both? Yeah, I'm going down. Yeah, this is a no-brainer for me. There was was shit in that... uh, Like, I thought about just, like, saving stills of this movie, uh, getting them blown up, and putting them on my wall, because they're they're just so beautiful. So, yeah, I hope it does win, and I imagine it will. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Best costume design? Uh... 
Got the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, uh, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of the Scots, or Queen of Scots. And I don't think anyone has seen that movie, or at least I don't know anyone that has. I'm sure people have. Interesting. Um, Did you say Black Panther? I did say Black Panther. Hmm. Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins, Mary Queen of Scots. Sean, this is a tough one. You got one? I'm trying to think. Give me a second here. All right, I'll go first. Um, I believe that it would be between... Oh, no, I'm going to say all that, but I think Black Panther will win. Um, I believe Black Panther should win. Um, I think the favorite is a very close second, though. Um, But, yeah. I think the costume design was actually like an underrated topic when people were talking about it in Black Panther. But uh I'm I'm actually going the same route as you. I definitely do think the favorite is good. However, when you think about it, um that's mostly just derived from Victorian costumes. Um but Black yeah. Panther was like some cool sci fi Africa shit. That was yeah, crazy. it was it was very cool. Um I almost feel more confident about this than picking Black Panther for production design. Um, yeah, I, I would say Black Panther probably will win. Yeah, and the Academy has to prove they're not racist. So, so Sean, what's your uh, picks for best costume design? Um, I'm going to go with Black Panther. I think, uh, I think they're going to give it to that. I would like the favorite to win. Okay. Uh, Basically, Best makeup and hairstyling. We've got Border, Mary Queen of Scots, and Vice. That's it. Yeah, just three picks. I don't know. I know how they like. Uh, I know how they like their transformation. So I feel like they might give it to Vice. And I think it's worthy too. I almost didn't recognize Christian Bale. Um, I think they're gonna give it to Borders. What? Because I mean they. I don't know. Was that costumes those people were wearing? Right? Yeah. Or makeup, yeah. 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 They had to change their whole face. Oh. Like some creature looking shit. True. And I, heard, I didn't see the movie, but I heard it's incredible. Okay. Um, I did see Border. And I also saw Vice. Um, I believe that uh, Vice will win. Um, of these three, I'm not entirely sure. I think that... It's hard. It's a hard one. I think that I think Border maybe deserves it, but yeah, uh, he was pretty unrecognizable in Vice, and uh, yeah, I mean, regardless of what you think of the movie, yeah, um, best adapted screenplay. We've got A Star Is Born, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman. If Bill Street could talk, can you ever forgive me? Who do y'all think will win Best Adapted Screenplay? Hmm. I think it's going to be Beale Street. I personally think it should be uh, A Star is Born because they adapted source material and knocked it out of the fucking park, man. Better than they could have. Um, I'm on the same page with you. Both picks. Okay. So you think Beale Street's going to win? Yeah. Um, this is a tough one. I think that I think A Star Is Born should win 
But uh, I think Beale Street will win. Because um, they gave B- Black Panther the uh, the Beale Street nominee for Best Picture. So, oh, fuck, we got to give them something. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. But it's don't you think it's kind of, of insane? Sub- I don't think uh, I feel like a lot of submissions not even in order. Like when they do the voting process. What do you mean? Because it's a collective, right? So like, it's not like one. It's not like the a governing source. Yeah, but they're all. You know, it's not like everybody's like with that one mindset. Like, oh, I think they're governed. I think there there's some governing. I think everyone's governed to a degree. Best original screenplay, The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. I'm going to go with First Reformed. Um, You believe that will win? I feel like he's going to get an Oscar this year. Um... Shall we just turn your mic a little bit? Yeah. Because like when you're looking at your phone, you're like not talking to the mic. Oh. Um, first Reform's going to win. I would like Roma to win. Damn, that's just Vice was nominated. Not bad. Not bad. Um, What, for what? Best Original. Is it Original? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's based on material. It's based on... Life. They they read a ton of books for this movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's kind of weird to me. I'm flip flop from you. I think um, Roma might sweep it here, but I, I do believe First Reform should win. Um, I think it's a toss up. So I'm gonna go with a Green Book for the winner. <laughs> oh, and uh, you might be right. And I think that First Reform should win. Yeah, I think it'd be between First Reform and The Favorite, but uh, I think First Reform is just fucking crazy. Wow. So that would be my pick. Best Supporting Actor. We're getting into the good shit now. Wait, do we skip editing, though? Um, I don't believe so. But yeah, we, can... we, didn't, we didn't talk about editing, did we? No. Uh, no, we didn't, but we can go back. Um, wait, shit. It's not on here. Really? On a mother. Yeah, best film editing. I mean, I have it. So, yeah. it's Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, and Vice. What do you guys think? I feel like Vice might get a a win here. Yeah, so do I. The editing that they fucking threw in. Yeah, I'd pick Vice as well. Um... I think I'd choose the favorite, though. Yeah, I would pick actually, the that's what, that's what I wrote down too. I I really like the editing in the favorite. Okay. The way that the scenes transitioned and shit, very good. Oh, I agree. Um, all right, best supporting actor, uh, Mahershala Ali for the Green Book. Strange. Adam Driver, and Black Klansman, Sam Elliott, and A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant, and Can You Ever Forgive Me. And Sam Rockwell in Vice. That's weird. What? I just don't see. Yeah. Sam Rockwell being in like the fucking movie. He was yeah. in the movie for like three minutes. Was, uh, he didn't have a lot of lines in those scenes. He, and he did nothing spectacular or 
he just delivered a few lines. So I could see it now. Supporting actor is going to be Mahershala Ali, and they're going to play that scene. If I'm not if I'm not black enough, and <laughs> I could just see it now, <laughs> like that dramatic ass rain scene. Um, they're going to play that, and I think he's going to win. My uh, personal pick, who I was infatuated with, not in the movie a whole lot, um, but I loved him, was Sam Elliott in A Star Is Born. Uh, I think about his scene in that movie all the time. And it's so small and so minuscule, but it adds so much to the movie, I think. Um, I understand why you think uh, Sean, did you want to go before me? Or? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I do. Okay. I think Sam Elliott's going to win. <sighs> I he cried. I wish. But it would be cool to see Adam Driver get a win. Okay. Um, I think Sam Elliott will win as well. Um, really? And I understand that you think Mahershala Lee will win, but he's black and he already has an Oscar. He's not going to win another one. Not that fast. <laughs> really? Um, they're changing, man. They're changing. Uh, no. They're not Dude, changing every fucking quickly. movie for Best Picture is like a political stunt for them. Yeah. I don't think he'll win, though. Uh, yeah, so I'm Sam Elliott for both. I mean, I, I hope you're right, but... I'm pretty confident. Uh, best Supporting Actress. We've got Amy Adams in Vice. Marina de Tavira in Roma. Regina King and If Beale Street Could Talk. And this is crazy. We've got Emma Stone and Rachel Wise in The Favorite. Yeah, from the same movie. Competing. Uh, so from the clips that I've watched and the things that I've heard, I'm going uh, Regina King. I heard she's like the best part of that movie. Uh, I personally, because I haven't seen that movie, I, I think Emma Stone um, could definitely win. She feels more of a main character to me. Um, but her performance is great compared to like what we know her from. What about you, Sean? I'm going to go Re- Regina King. Um, but yeah, Emma Stone would be cool to see her win. All right, I'm going to go with Regina, Regina King. And um, I want to knock her performance, though, because it was great. But I think uh, Rachel Wise should win. Also great. But I wouldn't be mad if Regina Honestly, King. Honestly, I loved Emma Stone and Rachel Wise so much as like a, a duality in that movie. Yeah. Like, I can't even They pick. work great together. I feel like Marina Tedevera would win. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, okay, best actor. We've got Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. Let me ask you guys some. Oh, sorry, you had one more, right? Yeah, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, but is that a Oscar-worthy role that he played? Yeah. Do you think so? I think his performance is. Solid. Yeah, okay, the right. movie is I'll not solid. It. Just that fake mustache and those fucking chompers, dude. They are distracting. Fuck, man. <laughs> they are distracting. I hate weird prosthetics. It's a weird pet peeve of mine. I don't like it. Well, I don't know, man. I'm thinking they're gonna go Gary Oldman again. That route and pick a uh, Christian Bale. I think I could see it happening. Uh, personally. I think Bradley Cooper was fucking awesome. I think 
the natural dialogue that he was able to deliver and the character he embodied. Like, I see him now on, like, talk shows and stuff, and he doesn't talk like his character in Star Wars Born, and I get kind of freaked out. Yeah. Because he embodied that character is so he, well. Is he from New York? He's just a fucking guy, you know? Yeah. I don't know. He could be from, like, New York or Boston or something, but he... I, now see him as a southwestern country rock singer and he just wants to take another look at you. Bradley Cooper. I hope to God he wins, but I'm I'm putting my my eggs into the Christian Bale basket. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Bradley Cooper's going to win. I hope. I would like Willem Dafoe to win cuz he's amazing and fucking at Attorney's Gate. He looks and 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 just acts like Van Gogh. Shia, you got talking to your mic. You're not talking. Oh, you're to not. Somebody. You don't hear me. You, you don't hear yourself in the thing. <laughs> my thing doesn't work. You're, it's not on. Your your mic's here. Oh, sorry. My headphones aren't plugged in right. Um. Yeah. So I think Bradley Cooper's gonna win, and Willem Dafoe should win for uh, his portrayal of Van Gogh, which is incredible. Hmm. Well, nobody's in the world but you has seen that movie, so I predict Rami Malek will win. He did win the Golden Globe. Um, I believe Bradley Cooper should win. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Best actress. We've got uh, Yelitsa Aparicio. Aparicio. Uh, I worked Roma. with a guy with that name. We've got Glenn Close, the wife. Olivia Coleman, the favorite. Lady Gaga, A Star is Born. Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um, hmm. I think, uh, for sure, they're going to give it to Olivia Coleman. Uh, I think Lady Gaga should win. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I have this theory that because Glenn Close is very old, she might not get the opportunity to again. <laughs> I really think the Oscars are this fucking predictable. But I, I, I could be wrong, but I think they're going to give it to Glenn Close. Though I have not seen The Wife. Um, she's been nominated so many times. Yeah, and she's always lost. Yeah. I feel like she's going to win. They're going to be like, well, <laughs> we got to give it to her. Uh, I personally want Lady Gaga to win. I think she um, she busted those chops out and said, I can do this. Though it was a role fitted for her. Um, her ability to have chemistry with another actor and just feel so natural on screen was was definitely worth an Oscar for me. Okay. Has Glenn Close ever won an Oscar? Don't think so. She's been nominated for seven. Um, This is why I think she's... Yeah, this uh, affects my fucking decision. (laughs) See? Hmm. How old is she? I mean, that's going to factor in. 98? (laughs) She's not fucking 98. That's a lock if she's 98. The only person I've seen that movie that I know of is uh, Emily. She's uh, 47. Or not 47. She's born in 47. She really liked it. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> she, she looks terrible for 47. Them cigarettes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think Glenn Close will win. I, be- I believe Olivia Coleman should win. Um, Lady Gaga is a close second, though. All right. Best director. We got Alfonso Cuaron, Roma, Yorgos Lanthimos, the favorite, Spike Lee, Black Klansman. Adam McKay, Vice, and Pavel Pavelkowski, 
Cold War. Okay. Um, or Polakowski, Cold War. I think for sure Alfonso's going to get it here and win it. Um, and I would like Yorgos to actually get it. Um, and I will also say if Adam McKay wins, I will never watch the Oscars again, <laughs> ever. Oh, come on. But he wouldn't, though. Yeah, he I don't wouldn't. know, man. He wouldn't. I still think Adam McKay is a... That's a weird pick. That movie's just a weird movie. I don't know. It doesn't work for people, but it'll work for me. Uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. I want uh, Alfonso Cuaron to win. No, wait, I said he will win. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Um, I want. I think he will, and I want him to win. Um, however, uh, it would be great to see Yorgos win one because you know we were on the Yorgos train way before all these fucking Oscar bandwagoners, right? Sure. Uh, I think uh, Alfonso will win as well, and uh, yeah, it would be cool to see Yorgos win. All right, uh, best picture. Got a shit ton of movies. This is it. Black Panther. Black Klansman, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, Vice. Who's picking Vice? This is hard as shit. It is hard. Someone pick Vice. If Vice wins, I swear to God. <laughs> it won't win. I'm never relax. watching a movie again. A movie ever. <laughs> like, why does that have any... <laughs> That's what we should be playing for. Uh, There's no winner, but the loser can never watch a movie again. But they still have to do the podcast. <laughs> they have to listen. Like, they have to show here. up and listen. <laughs> All right. I'm coming out of the gates. Roma's going to sweep this award show, I think. I think it's going to win Best Picture and Best Foreign Film, and it could be the first to ever do so. I think people will regard it as that film that You know what? That. I would go for that, but I just feel like... The Oscars aren't ready to give a Netflix movie. I was thinking that. Because the know. movies bank on the theaters mainly. I don't know. Well, they sure as hell put it in 90 awards. So, I mean. Yeah. They I did. Know, I don't know. That's because that, it was just too good to deny. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But at what point is it too good to deny the fucking actual win? I honestly believe uh, in my heart A Star is Born should win because it's incredible. Um, but maybe I'm being dramatic. Maybe that movie only works for me. I mean, it worked for all of us. Yeah, but like... And everybody. I've talked to some people that didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, her character was shallow. <laughs> hey, what do you know? Um, yeah, Star is Born is my personal pick, but yeah, man, I'm thinking Roma. I'm thinking Roma's the lock here. Could be wrong, though. Could be wrong. We are all wrong about fucking... Fishman last year. Yeah. That was I crazy. I don't think anybody saw that coming. So who knows? Uh, who uh, who fucking knows? Um shit. Uh is the noise picking Black Panther? I think that's just a consolation prize. No one has yet. Wouldn't it be weird if the favorite one, like a non American the American Academy Awards. No, Alfonso Cuaron's not an American, is he? No, he's Mexican. Yeah, he's Mexican. But he's been here for a while. Yorgos is like fresh off the boat. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I know. I mean, so was uh, Inaritu when he won Birdman. Yeah. 
I think the favorite's going to win. What? Yeah. Out of your goddamn really? mind, I think son. they snuck it in there for a reason. To trick people. What? Wait, I don't know. Wait. Yeah, fuck it. The favorite. There's too much interesting shit on that list to pick the favorite. That's what we thought last year. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> the shape of water. Well, you're know supposed it. to look is <laughs> where your eyes don't want to go. Yeah. The, I mean, I would like Roma to win for sure. Because I think that's the best out of everything here. I want a Star is Born to win, man. I Technically, Roma is better. Yeah. Um, then what? Then Star is Born. I, like, technically, I guess. Mm. But, like, my thing with a Star I'm is Born is... in terms of, like, what the Oscar would normally go for. Yeah, it's just that a Star is Born is, like, it's so good for everyone. Like, whereas Roma is, like, I think some people are going to have a hard time watching that movie. Tough one, man. I'm not sure about my pick. I wouldn't be either. That fucking pick. Are you done? Or are you still trying to decide? Oh, wait. You go first. You want me to go first? I don't know, man. I'm going to have to lock you in for the favorite. I think that... I think Black Panther... ...does not have a chance. Oh, shit. I think Black (laughs) Klansman doesn't either. I feel like like that might be the win. I think Bohemian... I think Bohemian Rhapsody... Has a shot, and so does Green Book. Though those t- either of those Roma two winning could be the last Oscars for me. Hmm. Like I'd rather have Black Panther win over them. Yeah, and I and I gave like Black Panther a three and a half. I'm but gonna, that could be my last Oscars. I'm gonna go on a limb, Vice, and say Bohemian Rhapsody. God damn! Wait, you got whoa, whoa! Wait, you no, got, I'm not saying. You got to, you got to factor in Brian Singer. He's a rapist. Wait, what? He just got like put in jail or some shit. Not for rape. Well, for no, he molested the guitarist. No, the director. Oh, Brian Singer. No, not oh. Brian. Whatever. Yeah, uh, uh, Brian Mayer, whatever and, his name is. And his. you know the Oscars aren't dumb. They might see that backlash. Coming. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Whew, you just made save me from a bad decision. I wouldn't I sh- have done that. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have. I guess I'll go with Roma. Damn. What did you pick, Shomo? Roma. Fuck. I can't. I'm pretty set on Roma. I can't see a fucking reality in which Green Books wins Best Picture. Hey, man. I think uh, my picks would be between A Star Is Born and The Favorite. I can't really decide. Um, well, yeah. actually, Roma. I think Roma's deserving too. If I'm honest. I do think Rome is deserving, but I would love to see a movie like A Star is Born win. Yeah, I'd rather see A Star is Born or The Favorite win as well. I would go with The Favorite just to see fucking Yorgos win uh, an Oscar, because I don't know if he can speak English. <laughs> I want to see him talk. He must speak English. <laughs> yeah, he sure fucking he, directs sure English I'm sure he speaks English, but it would be. <laughs> All right. Well, you're picking so wait, Roma. what'd you pick, Harvey? I picked Roma, and I think I would like to see The Favorite one. I'm going to go with Roma. Okay. You lying sack of shit. <laughs> you should pick Green Book. That's like a two to one odds. I don't know if that. I don't know how odds work, but <laughs> you know what? I don't care too much about winning. I'm gonna say the favorite. Okay. For, for best picture. All right, do it. What I would like to win. We should make that worth bonus points. Um. Oh, I'm gonna put plus two here. I would like Roma to win. Such a stretch. <laughs> Wait. Why don't I just pick Roma? You think? F- I think they're going to go with the favorite. Okay. And I think, but uh, I would like Roma to win. I think that's the best movie here. 
But I feel like they're going to go to Black Klansman. What? Nah, nah, I don't know, man. I don't see that happening. <sighs> or Black Panther. I nah. think Black Panther would have won before Black Klansman. It's just... I think because the... The sexual nature that it, that favorite exploits. You say sexual nature? Yeah. You're saying all those old <laughs> people in the academy are horny? I think it's a very different movie, like a period piece where we we never saw this stuff before. I right. think they're going to go for that. You mean like the Cunnilingus and shit like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. I don't know. I'm not sure. All right, Yorgos. I guess we'll see. Don't let um, me down, boy. I don't know what Steve's going to do. Maybe he can... Steve's uh, going to submit it. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I feel like it'll take up like 15 minutes on the podcast of him just We could just do like, like he just run down his list. Yeah, we could do that. Um, I think that's it for us. Um, so we're not doing the short film stuff? Nah, no short just films. Just for kicks? Are we, are we still doing the game though? That's the question. Um, that's a great question. We don't have the dice. Should we get it? We could get it. <laughs> we just decided on the fuck. So I'm gonna review that movie next week. Steve, you know, what the, uh, the 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 Ghibli, the Studio Ghibli, Ghibli? Yeah, it's thirty six dollars to buy a DVD on Amazon. Which is crazy. Jeez. It's on it's on those movie sites though. Jesus. Thirty six dollars. You sure? Does Tappy own it? No, she doesn't. I believe she owns Ponyo, Totoro. Ponyo. Um, yeah. Wait, how are we doing this with Steve, huh? There you are. I think you should. You're here. You should play. I'll play the game because I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> All right. So so what should we do? Uh, I'm going to watch it because I don't want to. next week, though? We go back to the other thing where everybody... We, we don't got. We have to Not yet. Fill it. We need it for filler now. Damn, it's almost ten. Fuck, I haven't had all one right. meal all day. I'll go crazy. next. All right. Is that a one or a seven? We didn't even explain the game. This we is start get, over this yet. We were clapping. Uh, uh, There's a one. I'll take one. No, let's redo it. What? <laughs> <laughs> he rolled it with the intention to. If it was a twelve, he would have. Then you're gonna have it. to say he got a one. If it was a twelve, he would have been no, like, "You're gonna to say it. that." Oh, yeah. Of course, <laughs> we weren't recorded. <laughs> what are you dumb? All right, uh, we're gonna play this game. It's called Get Wrecked. We're gonna roll a twelve-sided dice. Uh, I think it's old rules today. So the winner, the roller of the highest number, will assign a movie to the yeah. roller of the lowest number. Um, Shomo's doing a weird motion I haven't seen before yet on the podcast, and he rolls a. Tw- See this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. You should have fucking kept that one. So off air, Shomo bullshit. rolled prematurely and got a one. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Give me the one. What's up, to you guys? Majority uh, rules. Majority rules. Not anything that's done off air doesn't count. That's the rules. Right. Then, uh, sorry guys. Such bullshit. You rolled an eight, and I'm fucking. I, I got. I can't like lose. I don't want to chance of losing more movies. I got an eight. Roll oh, a roll off! Dude, this I, is scary shit. I don't want to lose. <laughs> Sean thought he was in the yeah, fucking clear. So much movies. The other two movies, I'm just gonna be like fucking. Yeah, that was your rule. Nothing. Things that happen off the off air don't count. 
Okay, um, I'll go again. <laughs> He's got a one. Dude, a one? God damn it. That <laughs> was so much shit. You fucked yourself with, the, with your own made-up rule. I got a five. All right, Sean, you got to uh, you got to start paying your debts, man. Dude. This is fucked. Well, it was like ten movies. I have to watch three movies this week, then. Yeah, well, that's not good. Three. We'll have to Just watch two. Steve's this one and the main. What room. about <laughs> what about for punishment? I give him Springsteen on Broadway. It's a bad week. That's some good. <laughs> give me something that I can find easily. I'm tired of like searching um, the internet for shit. Okay. Um. So Sean has been threatening to watch this movie. Um, I, I don't believe that he ever will until now. Honestly, I still don't believe he will at this point because he's been very unfaithful to his... his you know what? I'm tired of ha- having debt in my life. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, I, watch. I, I'm going to say right now, <laughs> I'm going to watch every movie I owe. No, you're not. <laughs> no, it. you're not. All right. So this is on my top five last year and nobody saw it. Um, and that was Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot, the Gus Van Sant uh, movie starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Jack Black. So I'm going to watch Princess Mononoke. Cartel Land. Cartel Land. <laughs> Earth Girls Are Easy. Or do you, you don't count that. That don't, right? that don't count. What's the other thing? White Material. White Material. Yeah. And your movie. So that's four. Yeah, yeah. And the... The main review. Five. Okay. I doubt it. All right, that's it for us. Um, we are Do the Right Film. You can check us out on social media or Do the Right Film on everything. Do the Right Film underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, if you're using iTunes, it would be great to leave us a review. Um, we're also on Spotify now, which is interesting. Yes, yes. Uh, I did a poll on my Instagram. Uh, like 70% said they listen to podcasts on Spotify. I was not expecting that. Really? Out of like 30 people. Um, I like Spotify for podcasts, but yeah, not a lot are on there. I like the little, the smaller ones usually. We're on there uh, though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's another way you can it's listen. It's like that Family Guy joke when uh, there's there's two workers and they're having a conversation, and one of them goes, uh, "My son got into the fry," <laughs> and the other one goes, "What do you have to do? Open the door?" <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about us on Spotify. I always thought it was yeah. harder to get on there. Yeah. But anyways, we yeah. just told them we had this podcast. Just, <laughs> we just signed up, basically. Um, we got a website as well. You can uh, listen to all the episodes there and send us a message if you like. Tell us if you like um, our haircuts. Tell us if we need to get new haircuts. Or that's, that's do the right film.com, by the way. Yeah, do the right film.com. Um, we can't do the. <laughs> um, hey Steve, uh, we need something. No, he just said we needed a catchphrase. Okay.